Broadcasting from the Palawan Studio, a Star Wars The Old Republic podcast, where we crack down and deliver the scope on tour. You are listening to The Mind Map. Hello and welcome to the MyMelt episode 18 being recorded Wednesday, October 5th, 2011. I am your host, Kiandis, and of course, this is where we crack down and deliver the scope on tour. So welcome, guys. We've got a great show for you uh, ahead of us. And of course, I am joined right here in the Palawa studio with Aiden Akan of the Followers of Palawa. Welcome to the show. How you, how you been since last time? <laughs> <laughs> well, pretty good, pretty good. No. Second attempt of this podcast, so let's, let's, let's see how it goes. Yeah, we had a great time last time with uh, Mandalorian Girl. Despite the connections, that was pretty cool. Yeah, well, well, I'm cool. I don't know about you, there, Matt. I try to be cool, but it just, I just can't do it. I just can't do it. Um, I wanted to start the show with a very quick Paul One proverb. Uh, the first one would be, uh, you know, stand firm for the true nature of the Force, as it, as you are immovable within. So take it as you wish. It's great. It's on our recruitment uh, recruitment page, so uh, do check it out. You know, comment on it, all that great stuff. And of course, now we're going into the story of the week. Uh, Aiden, do you got something to tell us? Uh, not really. Well, actually, I've been playing, digging. Oh, actually, Rage in the the new game from ID Software and Bethesda Studios that came out yesterday. Uh, I've been playing it, countless hours on it to actually. You know, stayed up to 5 a.m. today. You know, to playing it, and also uh, there's the EA Games uh, Battlefield uh, 3 beta that's out. You guys should check that out too. Those two games are good. Pretty much it. <laughs> so you've been gaming, all gaming and work. It's, you know, it's a, it's a constant uh, constant battle between. Yes, of course. <laughs> uh, you know, for I guess for myself, <laughs> for myself, uh, I went hiking. Uh, yesterday, and out of the blue, I thought, you know what? The it's fall, the leaves are changing, we got a release date, Bioware's changing, and all this great stuff is happening. Our guild is like moving ahead, and I thought, why not? Right here and 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 there, I'm gonna I'm gonna make a new guild video. So I pulled out my camera, and as I was hiking and walk, walking the um, the paths, you know, I'm 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 recording myself and just just explaining what what our guild is and. It was very different. I mean, how? What was your take on it? Well, I don't think hiking would be walking through a park, but yeah, okay, whatever you say there, Matt. Um, yeah, it was great. I like it. It's original. It's, uh, you know, for all the other ones, you know, all the other guilds recruitment videos, they just copy and paste, you know, what the bar were already released and all that. So it's it's pretty good. I like it. Thank you, thank you. And for the record, the uh, the park is situated. Uh, near a forest, which has got hiking trails, so <laughs> I was hiking and biking and all that great stuff. Yeah, but you're only five foot, you know, five foot. Your your hiking is like a small hill compared mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. me. Exactly, <laughs> that's how it works for me. Uh, 
<laughs> it's not hiking, man. You were walking through the park. Come on, just just say it. You were walking through the park. You decided to, and you know what? Hey, let's make a video. You left-handed your camera. You looked down. You didn't know where you're going. I guarantee you almost hit a tree. Guaranteed, yeah, for sure. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. That's exactly what happened, for sure. Uh, <laughs> moving on, we're going to the hollow feed. And we're talking about what happened this week in Tor. Get ready for this week's hollow feed. It is time to make the jump to light speed. Alright, well, so one of the first things that have popped up is Kelmorn's uh, fan fiction competition. If you love writing stories, if you like to read stories, or if you like being a complete asshole and <laughs> commentating and rating uh, any anyone's uh, work, be sure to go check out the competition. It'll be starting October eighth. So uh, you know if so, deck, check it out on the tour forums. It's got all the, you, can, you can write a story about all the eight classes, and of course you can also write, which is something new from last time, which is uh, take a, a planet which is not very well known. And write a story about it. You know, introduce the reader to the setting. You know, try to get the reader enthralled and immersed into what the planet really entails. So check that out. Uh, last week on the Friday update, we got one sexy update, which was the galaxy map. Now, yes. Aiden, how'd you find the the galaxy map? Oh God, you know, was, you know, just before going to work, I'm like, oh, I'm just gonna check it out. And I'm like, galaxy map. Oh. <laughs> It was so good, and like I don't know the, the fact the, the the ships. I'm sorry, the 3D ships. Yeah, that was beautiful. <laughs> like, like that is definitely the sexiest update we've had so far. Well, I don't know. The bounty hunter was pretty sexy. It was rugged. It was a rugged update. <laughs> <laughs> this one it was, was a, sexy. no, no. It was a beautiful update. Let's put it that way. All right, fine, all right, fine. Uh, after that, uh, Stephen Reed came onto the the uh, developer tracker, and he. Common, he, uh, he confirmed RP PVP servers, and of course, for those of you listening, the followers of Palawa will be joining an RP PVP server with a medium population. So, it's, great, it's good news for us and for everyone else out there. It's great news. However, the RP aspect of of the of the server will not be enforced in any way. So. Yeah, which is somewhat of a good thing, though, because I, I, you know, I hate people who like, I, you know, on certain days I, I will love to RP, you know, that's that's me, but on certain days I don't feel like it, you know. So if I'm in like trade chat, I'm like, you know, I'm looking for work for like my professions, and some guys like, please, you know, uh, RP, this is RP server. I just want to, you know, say, screw you. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm the same way. I mean, I do I do enjoy role playing and stuff like that, but I mean, I can't do it all the time. You know, I like to go in the game and just enjoy myself. Not, I don't, I don't, I don't need to be immersed 24/7. But the point is, at least we got a confirmation of this possible server. Uh, after that was a, a little of a scare that that got on during the week, which was, or it is known as the email event, <laughs> which is when Bioware sent out two emails to a bunch of people, uh, kind of saying that they were kind of in the beta, but not really. Uh, or something like, you know, go pre-order the game because you're in beta, something like that. But it was all a flaw. <laughs> uh, it was all false. It was all fake. It was a big misunderstanding. Uh, you know, uh, Allison Berry, she came up onto the forums and she kind of stated profusely and three times, to be exact, that, that Bioware is very sorry and it was just a mistake. Uh, 
Aiden, did, did you get an email? Yeah, I got I got a couple of emails though. It's it's funny because this one of them that says, "Yeah, you were in the beta. Yeah, here, take the survey." I click yeah. on the survey. Does not happen. Doesn't send me anywhere or anything. I'm like, this is bullshit. <laughs> I I got the same one, and uh, it was a bit of a scare on our uh, on our forums for that, uh, but more for our European members, uh, simply because guess what? New beta invites have been sent out, and the and Europe has been included, and that means. Ooh. All European countries have been included since with the new uh, Galloway, um, you know, Bioware or Bioware Island, however you want to call it. It's great news. <laughs> that, must, that must be really difficult to make a game like, you know, to do it like this big as Bioware is making it. And so many voice actors and all that to just translate it all that in German or, you know, Russian. Well, I, d- I don't think they're going to translate it into that. They might just keep it to German and English, uh, as those are the two languages that are, um, I guess, the, they're the, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? They are spoken the most in, the, in Europe, those two languages. Yeah, so. I don't know, but still, you know, you, you got to do, like, you know, how many voice actors are in the, the English version? Over a thousand? Yeah, something like that's a lot. So it's like double that for German too, you know. That that's a very big task. Yep, definitely. Uh, going on, <laughs> <laughs> just trying to push to another subject. There, hey, ah, I'm trolling. <laughs> um, the next thing it was a bit of a rumor that kind of went around the forums about flashpoints being over fifty at launch. Uh, but that was you know immediately shunned down by Mister Reed saying. That there will not be 50 uh, flashpoints in Tor at launch. There will not be flashpoints for specific classes. It's you know every faction has their own flashpoints, and that is all. However, at launch, do expect the flashpoints to be in double digits. So what does that mean? You will have from 10 to either 49. So make a pick. Um, after that, we have the new beta weekends coming October 7th. And more news about game testing, which was posted by Mr. Reed. Now, Aiden, did you have a chance to come across this on the forums or hear about it? I read a couple, like a couple, of actually words of it. That's that's about it. You know, I, I've been I've been too busy with video games to actually notice anything. Actually, <laughs> Wes has been very busy <laughs> with, with video games to 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 even bother and in and uh, find out about other video games. Well, there's ba- Battlefield, you know that that the oh, good game. <laughs> Despite the glitches. Oh, just oh, well, it's beta, so you know you gotta you gotta give it. Uh, even it's uh, I guarantee uh, Tor is gonna be like Tor is like that too now. Oh yeah, for yeah. sure. We're gonna get in the game, and you're gonna be jumping all all the time. You just can't stop jumping. That's well, it's gonna be. It depends though, because you know they released the date and it's December twentieth. Correct me if I'm wrong, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's like uh, I read the post that the uh, saying it. Why did they? Why would they post it on December twentieth? You know, to not overload the servers much, because you know, on the twentieth, a couple of days from Christmas. Yeah, not people, a lot of people, people playing it. Yeah, that's you know that's that's what I posted on the forums. Yes, I did. Uh, <laughs> I read that one. That's Good. It. <laughs> um, but there's a, a new post which was from Mr. Reed uh, pertaining to game testing, and they're going to be updating this post every time uh, beta weekends are sent out, uh, and every time they sent out uh, game testing invites as well. So beta weekends are one thing, which is basically you get to play the game for a weekend and test it, 
while game testing is something else where you get to play the game for a longer period of time. So don't get those confused. Uh, the last but not least, Star Wars Galaxies. We know it's closing, but I just want to kind of point out that before the servers close, be sure to go out there and you know look at all the iconic um, planets and iconic places in the game as they will not be in tour or a majority of them will not be in tour and they will not you will not be able to see them uh you know around anywhere so, yeah. it's, so rest it's, in peace yeah, i think, I think <laughs> yeah i mean seven, you, seven years running one of the longest the mmo is running to date mhm yeah <laughs> the game it, is you know, like it, it has its, it has many faults and all that but the one thing I do love a game is the space combat. Ugh, was that good on their part. I am sitting down today in the Palawan studio with James from White Lotus Guild. What's up, man? Hey, guys. Um, nothing much. We're about to play actually a few weed matches soon. Uh, it's a guild event that I'm hosting. Nice, nice, fantastic. I love to hear that. Guild events, a great thing, it means organized. So right off the bat, why don't you tell us a little bit about, about uh, White Lotus Guild. What got you guys started? Um, Pretty much uh, this will be the first guild where we actually go under a single name. Um, we played in City of Heroes, Aeon, uh, Warhammer Online. We're very popular on there. We're known as Black Lotus because we're playing, you know, the bad faction, the evil faction, and um, we are we are also really well known in Rift as well. We have two guilds, both on the Defiant and Guardian. We've got tons of server first on there as well. And right now, I'm trying to move our guild into more of a exotic field because you know Tor is uh, fully voice acted, and it seems very different from the average Joe kind of MMOs. We are also looking at Guild Wars 2 and the possibility, and also we are going to go try out Secret World when it comes out sooner or later. Oh, fantastic. So can I ask, what are you guys focusing in when you get into tour? When we get into tour, we're focusing on having fun. I mean, that's the main gist of things that we're trying to uh, incorporate into our plans. Uh, right now, I really want us to be a both heavy balance on PvP and PvE. We're going to do the end game raiding. We're going to do the guild battles with our adversaries. We have one or two in consideration where we're going to have organized guild battles, where after our guild battles, we'll have each, fa each side, I guess you could say, that's going to pick an MVP from our guild that will win, like, real-life stuff, such as, like, a tour novel or a free month or uh, somewhere around those lines, because I like to enforce, like, a good activity and role in our guild events. Cool. Uh, how do you afford these kind of uh, prizes, though? Oh, well, usually if you're, well, a lot of our guildies are in all on East Coast. We have a few on West Coast. I usually pay for the shipping and everything. I don't care. Uh, the guildie usually gives me his address, and I'll just go ahead and ship it off to them. It's perfectly coming out of my pocket. We do host uh, raffle drawing ticket events where we have people contribute to the guild funds to pay for the event and other activities and prizes such as well. I use most of those uh, 
funds to help fund the guild, but also to give back to the guild. And that's kind of my way of giving back towards the guild. I mean, I gave away two Razor Nagas before. I'm going to try to give away a Torque keyboard in the future. It just all depends. All depends on the funds. Oh, that's great. That's great. <clears throat> so with all this money you're putting into your guild and all this time, uh, how long have you guys been around? So I was... Um, right, so. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, pretty much, uh, we've been around for about, I would say about seven years. I've been leading guilds for about seven years. Um, I'm only 20, so it shows you that I've been leading guilds from 13. And I, it's kind of hard to lead a guild when you're really young and have people who are way older than you who think that you're not cut out to be, uh, able to run the guild. But on the other hand, I still have a bunch of families that roll around with me. Uh, I have a group of a grandpa, a son, and then a father and a sister. That's all a family that just been rolling with me through all the MMOs, and they're going to try to come to tour. But right now, they're so hooked on Rift. I'm trying to, you know, push them over to tour because Star Wars is cool. I mean, who doesn't love Star Wars? Oh, yeah. I mean, look at me. I'm doing my own podcast. <laughs> exactly. Just, like, doing something right over here. Um, how do you guys favor uh, role-playing um, in general? Role-playing is not uh, a big factor in my guilds. I do not mind it at all. I've done role-playing. I'm a, I did D&D and all. I'm pretty avid about it. Um, it's just that not, it's not a big part of the guild right now. I wish it was, but it's not really. And it's just hard to find, like, a really focused group since it's kind of a niche to have everyone try to, you know, uh, communicate with each other in an RP way. Um, they usually tend to slack off, and then it just breaks the whole trend. So I usually don't try to enforce it. Usually I tell people, do whatever you feel comfortable with. I do not mind. Great, great. A lot of a lot of leeway going in with the guild. That's great. Um, so you said you've been leading since you were thirteen. Uh, what do you enjoy so much about leading the guild? Pretty much um, the people. Honestly, the people, the bonds I made over the time and period are like. I would have to say the best friendships I ever had in my life so far. I mean, I've met at least a good 60 members of my guild so far. I went to California and met uh, one of my ex-girlfriends now, <laughs> which is kind of funny. But I met one of my ex-girlfriends now over there. I also uh, went to New York, met a few people there. I've seen a few people in Georgia because I I'm, I'm live in Georgia. So I met a few people here who went to a movie and all. We do a lot of real-life stuff, and I try to get that real-life uh, – events going because i want a guild to be based around friendships i don't want you to go and it's like not going to work i don't want you to be like oh he's just a a guildie that i raid with i want you to be like man that's my buddy that's my friend and that's how i'm trying to treat this guild as great great uh what got you interested in leading a guild though um oh sorry i didn't even answer the whole question (laughs) um pretty much What got me interested in leading that time was because I actually had a guild leader who actually led the guild pretty with pretty much with an iron fist. I would like to say, like, you have to be on time. 
You have to be uh, ready to raid. You got to be end game content uh, driven and all this. And I was like, man, I, I kind of looked up to him. And he, I guess you could say I was kind of his pupil in a sense, where I usually try to mimic what he's doing, and it just caught on after that. I mean, I said, you know what, let me try to do this thing on my own. And I tried it on my own, and it failed the first time really badly. And, you know, you learn over uh, over time from your mistakes, and I did. And I after three or four more times, I actually got the hang of it. I figured out what people do. I figured out the, all most of the guild drama because I used to be the cause of half of the guild drama. And it's just like, it just happened that way. I just fell into place. It felt like it was right for me. And I felt like I was a very social person and I'm very charismatic, charismatic Sorry, uh, with other people. So I feel like I can uh, mend and build a community. Oh, great. So you, that means so that in your guild, uh, you have a very strict no drama policy, correct? Oh, yeah. I mean, honestly, there's no need for it. Um, everyone pretty much has a mutual understanding of what, what goes on. Uh, we tell, ev- I usually tell everyone, uh, I'll only recruit mature people. If I feel like you're very immature, I'll, I'll tell you that, um, I do not feel like you're a good fit for the guild. I, I, had tons of applications and interviews because I, I host real uh, life interviews with every one of my applicants to make sure that I feel like they're a good fit for the guild before they're accepted. So interviewing stuff like that. So is that is interviewing the um, your applicants? Is that your application process or is it actual? It's part of the application process. It's uh, it's kind of. Like, if you put in an application, I like your history. I like how you answer your uh, questions. I try to keep all the questions short answer kind of thing to see uh, how much time and effort you put into it. And then afterwards, I'll be like, uh, let's conduct a real-life interview um, uh, on, on vent, on our guild vent. And we host an interview. A few officers might sit in to listen. Uh, and then we just ask questions, get a feel of who you are, and then uh, – make the judgment from there on. Okay, okay. So right now you guys are known as White Lotus Guild, so I'm gonna I'm gonna assume you guys are running for the Republic side, correct? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And it's just been a thing for me for all Bioware games and other RPG games. I have to be the good guy. Mm-hmm. All MMOs, I have to be the good guy first. I hate being the bad guy first. Uh, with the exception for Warhammer, because their bad guys were awesome. But <laughs> I, I have to be the good guy. Um, we will make a, a Sith sister guild later on. It is in the plans. We have people who want to make them, and that's totally fine with me. But right now, we are Republic. Republic or die. <laughs> now, does it be used to the fact that the Republic on a PvP uh, side of things is the underdog? Uh, right now, it from what I've seen on the forums, it seems like it is. I have a few people uh, who played beta and said that it, it kind of is, but um, it's just like I like being the underdog. I like proving people wrong. So that's just how I am, and I guess that's why I want to be the good guy because I want to be like, oh, good old Captain America who was a scrawny weak guy, and he's like, no, America, and then he uh overcome. That's that's who I want to be. I want to be the underdog that overcomes the shortcomings. Ah, cool. 
Uh, when and in terms of your membership, would you say that the most of them come from previous games that used uh, lead guilds in, or are you picking up a few people from the pro community at the moment? Good question. Um, honestly, right now, only like eight of my members are from my old Rift Guild. I don't have anyone else that's actually coming over right now. They said that they were waiting for a release date. We got a release date. Mm -hmm. And actually, I have a few people who are contacting me now saying, yeah, we're in. So it's I started from scratch. I picked up people from the community of Tor. I don't usually like to keep moving guild to guild to guild. I mean, um, it's just I want to pick from the community itself because I feel like this community has a lot of skilled players, and I feel like my guild has gained some really good assets. Oh, great, great. Um, what is your recruitment process, though? Like, how do you go out and recruit these people from the pro community? Usually I either check the looking for uh, guild thread. I made a forum thread already that has a couple of uh, views. Uh, I try to keep that up to date as possible. Um, most people say that they find me through our guild recruitment thread, like I said. Um, they usually just read our guild recruitment thread. Um, a lot of members of mine from the past just logged on just to put their testimonies, which kind of uh, surprised me, and their testimonies helped a lot with the recruitment process at the very beginning. Right now, we've just been getting a lot of, uh, I guess you could say, publicity because uh, we've been giving away free stuff. We've been uh, interacting with other guilds. A lot of people are considering us to be a pretty top-tier guild right now since I'm pretty, not strict on recruitment, but um. Uh, I, I usually try to recruit the best, best of the best. That's just how I am, best of the best. And the recruitment process right now is pretty much me uh, waiting for applicants because I get applications almost every day right now because we use Twitter, we use YouTube, we use Facebook, we use all kinds of social media to try to get our name out there right now. Oh, great, great to hear. So. As a guild leader, how do you feel about the ally and adversary system that Bioware has in place? It feels, uh, I mean, the allies is, has always kind of been there, but it's never been like really incorporated into MMO, I guess you could say. Uh, I feel like it's a great addition because, like I said earlier, the adversaries give me competition. Um, competition helps drive a lot of people. <laughs> and I'm hoping this will drive a lot of people right now. Um, the guild battles, organized guild battles. I don't want just random people griefing each other. It's just I want organized guild battles with our adversaries. It will be an awesome way to communicate with uh, the other guild leader to see, like, oh, uh, I have a question about this class. Like, you know, what's the, what's the rotation on this class? And try to be more effective in PvP against this class. It's good to share those kind of ideas, and it's good to have, like, a, a mutual understanding, like, yeah, we're rivals, but let's help each, let's help each other out every now and then and uh, get some information and tidbits and have some fun. Um, that's the main thing I like about the adversaries part. The allies, I, I'm on lone wolf. <laughs> I, I don't mind a bunch of allies, but um, I like us to be self-independent almost. Um, 
but I do have one ally that stood out to me. He sent me three different letters saying we need to be allies. So I, I, I said, okay, uh, you put a lot of effort into it. Like, it wasn't like one paragraph. It was like a good page or two. And he put a lot of effort into it. And I talked with him, and he talked me over. I mean, we are definitely looking for more allies if you – if anyone's interested, and we're looking for more adversaries if anyone's interested. We have tons in consideration um, that we've been asked to be, but right now we are only have one ally right now, which is Compendium. Ah, fantastic. Uh, unfortunately, this is the end of the interview, uh, but thank you very much for coming on to the show. Is there anything we'd like to add to this? Um, definitely, if anyone is willing to submit an application to us, please do. Right now, we are looking for Jedi Knights and Troopers, which is kind of weird because a lot of people are short on smugglers. We got tons of smugglers, <laughs> and we got tons of Jedi counselors. Um, other than that, this interview has been great. Um, I actually listened to some of the mind meld a couple of days ago, and I was like, man, you guys are pretty funny and awesome. <laughs> so it's it's a great great show. You guys need to listen to it. It's pretty good. Good good useful information in it. All right, fantastic. Thank you, Ron, for the uh, for the compliment. Other than that, uh, we're gonna you know we're gonna cut the interview and we're gonna continue on with the show. So guys, take care. James, thank you for coming to the show. It's been a pleasure. Uh, hopefully, I'll, I'll see you in game. Oh, you will see me in game. I got a question for you. Are you gonna be Sith or Republic? I am. I'm going to be going Republic at first, and then going into Empire. Uh, okay. Okay. So as soon as you go Empire, I will be there to kill you. All right. Sounds good. I'm <laughs> <laughs> All right. Take it easy. All right. Take care, man.